Welcome everybody to our Speaking of Social Justice podcast. This week we're looking at uh, social justice issues in the context of the election campaign where we're, we're even past the halfway point. So I'm joined by Father Peter Smith, promoter of Justice and Peace, and we have been exploring among ourselves here at the Justice and Peace office how we're seeing things rolling with the election in what some might say is a policy-free zone. How have you been seeing it, Peter? Yeah, thanks, Robbie. Yes, uh, look, I think that one of the things that I always sense as we approach an election is that I'm always on the lookout for policies. I want to know what the different parties, different leaders and, and different candidates across the spectrum actually stand for. But sadly, one of the things that I keep seeing is, is not policy, but personality. You know, vote for me. I will look after you. I've got a plan. I've got economic management. I've got, uh, you know, and I think that really when we reflect on what it means to be in politics, it, it means, I would like to think, something that transcends personality and transcends the person and actually goes to speak to the heart of the good of a nation. That's a very poignant uh approach and as a former journalist I must say that the other party missing in action in this campaign are the media. The media for my mind have just been promoting that personality you know prize fight approach to the two leaders as we saw in the embarrassing last debate and not focusing on the policies that lead to the issues that affect our lives. I think in the context of Catholic social teaching there's so much good value there that reflects back to where you're looking for policies that guide us about where we can place our vote and know that some some good will come of it. Yeah, look, I, I think that's so true. And I think the electorate's actually crying out for that. And to me, that's what leadership means. And we're, we're looking not just for policy, I believe, that is about me. It's policy that's about a nation. So sometimes in my life, in the way that I've viewed politics, I actually support things that might be uncomfortable for me, that might actually improve my life, but will improve the life of people who are marginalised and in need of this society. Now, sadly, I haven't seen any of those big picture items in the agenda from either party or any candidates, really. No, the vision uh, factor seems to be uh, very minimal. And I'm going to invite Joel Sassine, our younger colleague, to tell us uh, her point of view from a younger person's um, examination of what's been put up so far. How are you seeing it, Joel? Well, I feel very honoured to be a part of the voting process now that I've grown up. And... You know, when I was little and watching it in my parents' time and my grandparents' time, it was nice to see that, you know, social justice was about the community binding together and really advocating for those who don't have a voice in our community. And as I've grown up, I've seen less and less of that. And why I'm so passionate about social justice is because I want to return to that, you know, Catholicism that had emphasis on, you know, you know, having the picket outside, you know, the electorate offices and saying no to the injustices of our world and saying yes to policies that are forward thinking and, you know, imaginative that will last um, beyond generations of our current time. So I guess my advice to 
younger generations and to my current generation is to really do your research on policies and see is this something that I want for Australia and want for my children's generation and you know not something that's myopic and you know short-sighted and a band-aid solution but rather you know something that will really stand the test of times and that's what I want for my future Australia. That's very hopeful and I know in my family my father said to his three sons uh, I want you to have an opinion I don't care what it is have one and then be able to back it up with why you believe in it. I think a lot of this um, current generation of politicians they try to avoid having a strong position and defending it in an open and transparent way. It's about avoiding the criticism wherever possible because you think you can wedge your way into getting the maximum number of votes that way. And I think for people who believe in Catholic social teaching and the values behind it, there are reasons why people uh, can and should take a position and understand why they've got that position. I think that's absolutely right. You know, I, I listen to young people like Joel speak and it makes me so hopeful for the future that, that I see, I think, a rising passion amongst the young who, who can feel pretty disillusioned about the voting system. Young people who have just turned 18 or you know, up to 21 who are voting for the first time, listening to candidates going, I have no idea, because it's very hard to distill or drill down into what the distinction between the two parties are and who's going to create a better society, a better economy, better family life, and, and frankly, a better and more just system for us all. So I think Joel's spot on. I think, it, it, you know, we need to try and look at the policies and make our decisions around that, and not just selfishly around my life, my betterment, but around the betterment of a nation, which indeed ends up being the betterment for all of us. Absolutely. I think that's a wrap. Yeah, thank you very much.